you know that that's a bad sound effect right there. It is. That's, it's. We need to put some it, money into the show. It, I think. it sounds. It reminds me of Monty Python, the Holy Grail, where they use the coconuts and don't even ride real horses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, it's it's that bad. So I actually got I you know just about the time I learned this soundboard, I decided to download some more. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so we have we have some new fu- new sounds coming. That soundboard. <laughs> So, 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 be. I gotta learn it now. We've got more buttons to push. So, so anyway, hey, thanks for joining us again. I am Scott, and, and I'm Adam. Adam, hey, happy birthday! Yes, it is my birthday. Ha- happy birthday, that Adam. My, How are you now? My twenty seventh birthday. Oh, you're still a young blood. You say that, <laughs> young blood? Yeah, closer to thirty than I am twenty. So, but I do have some discouraging news. Oh, what? Brandon is not with us today. Oh my god, what happened to Brandon? Brandon, he's an asshole. Oh. He is in... What's new? He is in sunny Florida, actually. Oh, fuck he this guy. Yeah, you, know, you know who lives in Florida? Who? Dolphins. I hope, I hope he gets raped by one. Watch your ass, Brandon. No, but... No, actually, he's... Yeah, we, we weren't sure if we were going to even record. This is kind of a last-minute thing. Yeah, it you is. Know. How long have we been doing this podcast, Adam? Uh, About seven months now, I think. Seven months. Seven and months. we haven't missed a show. No, We've we have We've done a not. show every week. This was the week. We were like, well, maybe, you know, Brand's not going to be here. It's your birthday. I was going to go skiing, but you know what? I was going to get shitty tonight. We said, fuck it, we're doing the show. <laughs> so I can, I guess. <laughs> So Brandon actually, what he's doing down there, and I'm sure when he comes back he'll tell us all about it. Do you know what Gasparilla is? I've never heard of it. So it's a really cool thing. I'm a, I'm a big-time history guy. He's in Tampa, and back in the 17-whatevers, the a pirate by the name of Jose Gaspar, he took the Tampa Bay. Okay. Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, he took the area. And for like an entire weekend, like 48, 72 hours... All he did was rape, pillage, and party <laughs> the entire town. He did like it was it was nuts. So and then back then Florida was a Spanish colony, so the entire Spanish Armada came in and he got the hell out of there. But for three days it was an entire pirate takeover of the Tampa so Bay. So said. every year they celebrate this by raping, pillaging, and. <laughs> the- <laughs> I don't know, Brandon. Will have to tell us that. I've never been there, but. They have a weekend-long party where people dress like pirates and you just booze like crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so that, I am all about yeah, that. Yeah, it sounds really I'm cool. All, why didn't he invite us? Well, I we could have We could have podcasted from Tampa Bay. Well, that's something to look forward to next yeah, year, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. But, uh, Gasparilla. Yeah, Gasparilla. So Brandon's in Gasparilla, so he's, he's not going to be with us today. So we'll have to hear about that. But we do have a special guest joining us. That we do. Laura. Thanks for coming back again. No problem. It was it was very short no notice. Thank you for doing this. No like problem. I said, we weren't sure if we were gonna record or not, but uh, last time hey, you were here, we so did uh, we had we did a special top ten. Which was the yes. special that Laura was cartoons wasn't cartoons? Cartoons. That's yes. right, cartoons. Top okay, cartoons. So I wanted to have you on the regular show, absolutely. So we could just you know talk about whatever. Just so just bullshit. Right. Yeah, I'm all for that. All right. So well, before we get into the show. It's time to do the beer of the show. Absolutely. It was Brandon's turn to do the beer of the show. That Brandon's not off. here. That jag off. Yeah. He's so I'm. And pillaging, so. He's doing something. So I'm gonna. 
I'm going to take over, and I brought in the beer of the show is the Red Mo by Otto's Pub and Brewery from State College, Pennsylvania. Hey, So I'm a big fan of this. I've been to the bre- this brewery in State College, home of Penn State University. And um, the Red Mo, it's an American red ale. It's a sweet red ale. It is. It's good. Uh, we, we've been sipping on a little bit since yeah. the show Pretty started. Good. So It's enjoyable. Right. So enjoyable. I enjoy it. So let's go ahead and rate it on a scale from one to five. One being poor, five being good. We'll start with Laura, our guest. Give it a 3.75. Oh. A 3.75. Okay. All right, all right. Not bad. I'm not really a beer person, so I'm sure if I were, I would rate it much higher. That's a pretty... You've got to be kidding. That's an an above average... That's an above average score, so... Mm -hmm. All right, I guess I will go next. Um, I like it. I do. Um, I don't know what to say about it, though. Really? Honestly, it's it seems to have like kind of a bland taste to a certain extent. Not like bland isn't bad, I guess. It's a very, very average beer, I would say. I'm going to give it a three. Because I think it's just a generic average beer to me, honestly. It's yeah. not bad. I could drink this all night, you know. But We're going to. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. But, to, but for me to say, you know, it tastes like this or, you know, this kind of taste, it, it tastes kind of like just a generic beer to me, honestly. Which isn't necessarily bad, but it's not overly good. You suck, you jackass. I personally think it's a good beer. I think uh, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to give it a four out of five. I think it's a very good beer. That's amazing. And um, Laura's enjoying herself. She's she's flipping through a magazine of of old vintage toys. Is so. the ambiguous gay duo just popped up. So oh, Saturday Night Live, yes. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks to the Red Mo. Otto's Brewery, State College, Pennsylvania, the American Red Ale, which is the Red Mo. It, I like it. I like it. I think it's a good beer. Brewed and bottle, Otto's Pub and Brewery. I feel like this was a this was a quick rating. I think. I feel I feel bad. I can't really say more about the beer. To be honest, with you. I like to try, try and give a better review, but it's it's like I said, it's a pretty generic beer to me. You know, I don't think it's generic. I think I think it's got a good malty flavor. Um, this is your type of beer. I thought you'd really like it. Yeah, I mean... It, I thought like of I you, said, Adam, like when I, I was said, choosing Like I said, beer. I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was a bad beer. I just said it's a very generic, you know? You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Apparently. I'm so, well, I'm this, loser. Sound, this soundboard's really mean. I apologize. I'm learning the buttons here. I love so. it. I know, right? It's really mean. Okay. I'm not liking it. Well. <laughs> I hate you all so much! <laughs> All right. Pushing buttons. Yeah, I guess I am. I've got to learn these. I apologize. <laughs> so, Auto, Red Mo. Pretty good. good. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. What's going on, guys? I got some. Uh, before we get into anything else, I guess I got to do this. I do have some fact checks. Yeah, that I do. Have you some do. Fa- I, going back a couple shows, so bear with me here. First thing is, we had Evan on the show before and evan nominated our friend Corey, who's been on the show he nominated him for douche of the day yes and he started saying about how Corey is really down on star wars and he doesn't even really like it and, and then you jumped on the band i did i jumped on that bandwagon and i brought up the fact that he was a, a fairweather fan. A fairweather fan he used to be a browns fan and now <laughs> he and i said he was a st louis rams fan they're not the st louis rams anymore 
That's the fact. They're the Los Angeles they Rams. Are. So I was wrong by calling them the St. Louis Rams. They're now the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. So that's fact check number one. Second thing is, this is kind of cool. Remember we were talking about the movie The Iron Giant? Yes. Great movie. Yes. And I, I said about the director, I thought it was a Japanese guy. The guy I thought directed it, I'm going to butcher this name. <laughs> Hayao Hekazaki. I mean, he doesn't listen to the show. He's I thought it was him. <laughs> that guy, he's, he's done a lot of good stuff. He did the Howl's Flying Castle or those movies. Yeah. You know about those. That's the guy I thought did Iron Giant. But then I looked it up. Iron Giant was directed by Brad Bird. Brad Bird, I really like him. He's a, he's a Disney guy. He did Tomorrowland. He did Ratatouille. He did The Incredibles. He did Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. So I, I want to give... I was wrong there. I had the wrong director for The Iron fair Giant. Enough, but enough. I did find a cool article when I was surfing through it. They're talking about doing a live-action Iron Giant. Really? Yes. And they're, talk, they're throwing around the idea of a possible director... Guillermo del Toro. Oh. That could which, be a... which, and then they also talked about a possible Power Rangers movie, which had Guillermo del Toro's name thrown in it, too. And I came to the conclusion, because then Pacific Rim's coming out. Pacific Rim 2 is coming out. He must love giant fighting robots. Yes. <laughs> like, Guillermo del Toro must have a thing for giant robots. Listen, I would be on board for a Power Rangers movie if they did it. The right uh, way. The right way. Yeah. Do you do you remember that live action YouTube uh, episode? Those like webisodes thing. They did like a webisode of if Power Ranger existed in real life and if it was done yes, real gritty sh- and dark. You showed that yes. to me. If they did it like that, I'd be like fucking Power Rangers, <laughs> baby. Yeah, I'd wear I'd rock out Power Ranger shirts and everything like that. Did you see this fucking movie? Hell yeah, <laughs> motherfucker! Zach cut some dude's head off. Huh? Yeah. And they, I mean, they got it. It was ca- hardcore. They have to cast Kimberly right. Oh. <laughs> I had a huge crush on Kimberly. Oh, yeah. She was a babe, total babe. They had uh, the chick that, the chick that was uh, in Battlestar Galactica. What's her name? The blonde chick. The Cylon girl. She was like no. The, she, no. Oh, oh, I know who you mean. Yeah. I know who you mean. Yeah. She. I can't remember. She, she was, was like Kimberly. The... I think she was Kimberly. I want to say she was Kimberly. Can't remember. Wasn't it uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Somebody was in it. I. There was a there was a number of celebrities. Yeah. There was a number of celebrities. Um fucking uh Dawson's Creek, what's his name? James Vanderbeek. James, James Vanderbeek, I think he was in it too. James Vanderbeek, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in it. I could be totally wrong. It's been months since I've seen this video. Yeah. But I remember saying, Isn't that the dude from Dawson? Like <laughs> That's the Dawson right there. He's a power agent. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that'd be cool. If, if they did like that, I'd be all all on board. Okay. So the next thing I gotta fact check us on. We, we elected the Affluenza kid as a douche of the show yes, a while the, the And we didn't kid. even know his name. So I looked up that douche's name because he deserves the credit for being a douche. His name is Ethan Couch. Ethan Couch. Ethan Couch. You were the douche kind of, of the day. Douchey name anyway. It is, really. <laughs> and you know what? He's, he's back in the United States since, since we talked last. They've extradited him from Mexico back to the United States. I guess he's in jail right now, but he probably won't serve any prison time because that's probably what not. rich people do. Listen, prisoners, if you are in prison with this guy, with this kid, I should say, if you're in prison with this kid and you're a fan of the show, will somebody ass rape him? Rape him. Just rape ass him. rape him as hard as and long as you can just and do while it. While you're doing it, call him Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes. 
That's great. I, <laughs> FYD does not condone sodomy, but in this case, in this in this case, I mean, the kid deserves it. He absolutely does. <laughs> All right, next thing, we had a beer of the show a while back. It was the uh, the West Coast IPA. It was from uh, Stone Church Brewery. Right. It was the Cardinal. Yeah. It was called the Cardinal West Coast. And I asked you guys, I asked Brandon, I asked you, what's the difference between a West Coast IPA and an India Pale Ale? Well, we didn't know. We didn't know. I found out a West Coast IPA has a higher alcohol content and is has a more bitter flavor due to more hops. So it's better, then, is what you're it's, saying. It's, it, I thought it was very good. So that answers that question. And then we were also talking about the Oregon Militia. Oh, those, those assholes. Those assholes, yes. And I brought up the fact that the, the one guy, Clive and Bundy, who's like his kids are up there, they're like the ringleaders of it. I said, oh, you know, a year or so ago, he was having the same problem down in Texas. Wrong again. It was Nevada. <laughs> I mean, tomato, tomato when it comes to those states. But, yeah. yeah, so I was wrong about what state the Bundy Ranch was having all those issues about a year ago. Nevada, not Texas. But that brings us to the next point. Our last show, we didn't have a douche of the day. It was it was a tie. It was a tie. That's it, right. It was a tie between Jared Hines, who was the Australian guy that went to court and fought for what six years. He wanted to make his official signature a drawing of a penis. Yeah, that's the <laughs> and like I'm talking on all of his document, all his. Important Every- documents, everything. Signing his name, gas stations, oh, he uses his credit God. card. He Dude's dropped been fighting. He fought He's been He ended fighting. up losing, unfortunately. He cannot <laughs> But the fact that he was nominated for douche of the day because he fought so long and taxpayer money, so and then we nominated the Oregon militia along with them because okay. yeah. I think everybody knows that story. They they took over that government place and yeah. well there's been some updates on them too. That's right, there has been a There was a car, a car of a couple of them left the area that they were holding to go to some meeting, and they were stopped by police, and I don't know the whole details, but there were shots, and one of them got killed. <clears throat> the oh, rest shit. of them got arrested. Yeah, he got shot and killed by the police. So, I just saw yeah, I, I just saw that on the news. So, so anyway, we do, we had a tie between the penis drawer and the Oregon militia, and we, we left it up to a vote, and there, we got some votes. Really? Unfortunately, <laughs> it's still a freaking tie, Adam. Oh my god! It's still a tie. People think they're both douchey. Laura, you didn't vote. Oh Jesus! Laura, okay. who's the douche of the day for last oh, week? We need, yeah. we need you to break the tie. Okay, be the tiebreaker for us. Okay, it's we can't decide. They're both, so listen, close. they're both douches. There's they no really question are. in my mind. Oh, yeah. But Laura, you got to cast the deciding vote here because we need a douche. We still don't have a douche. Uh, well, I will give you a douche. Thank you. Thank you. I... I'm going to go with the penis guy, only because oh. I haven't heard about that yet, and that sounds... That sounds horrible. ...really fucking douchey, so... <laughs> All right, thank you so for... he is the douche. Yes. Jared Himes was the last week's douche of the day. We just found out now. Drawn hey, wieners. You're welcome. <laughs> Drawn wieners. And the last thing I got to bring up is something we brought up a long time ago. Remember we did our show from Cravings, Adam? Yeah, I, I remember that. And we had Mike Mondak on the show, a friend of the show. Yeah, and he, great guy. He was talking great about guy. his Jeopardy tournament. We had the Jeopardy tournament a while back. You and I both participated. 
I lost horribly. <laughs> well, let's. You did lose horribly, Adam, but you were in the same grouping with Mike Muha, another friend of the show. Yes. Who, who was unstoppable. Oh, I mean, yes. he answered every. <laughs> this dude, he just had his butt. He answered like every question right almost. I He's think. tried out for regular Jeopardy. Yeah. He's a, I went to school with him. He was like a national champion for academic games. Oh, there was, you weren't going to beat him, no, Adam. No, it's no okay. Just sit there and look pretty. That's all I had to do. That's all, the camera's on me. I'm like, hey, guys. I actually played, and I won my opening round of oh, three nice. people. I right, won. And I went to the finals against Muha and another person, and I got last. I didn't make it to the final Jeopardy round. Oh, anyway, long story short, Muha ended up winning the tournament, of course. Yes. He won the tournament we played in at Cravings. Very cool. Well, a week or so ago, they did the Tournament of Champions, where Muha was the champion of our tournament, got to play in against two other ter- other champions, and Muha won the whole thing. Oh, nice. I think I saw that on Facebook. Yes. I think I did see that on Facebook. Congratulations so, to Muha. Yeah, let's give a shout out to him. Walking intelligent individual. Yeah, I wish I was. I wish I was that smart. We gotta do that again. That was fun. Nice. So that's all I got for fact checks. So please, if you have any, if we did anything wrong, if we suck, let us know. Did you? You got an email, Adam? I did, did actually. I did actually get an email. Uh, actually, the other day, I I checked the emails, and we got an email from a fan of the show. Uh, he asked to remain anonymous oh. in this email, so we're gonna call him Peter Vankman. Peter Vankman. Peter Vankman has emailed us. Um, I, I'm not gonna go into the entire email, but basically, it has to do with the episode we did about teachers. I think it was the one that Chris, your wife Kristen, was on. Yes, yes. And we were discussing teachers and students and what you know you would do about ADD and dealing with students and everything. Um, I'm just going to read the first paragraph here real quick, you know. Uh, he basically says, heard about, you, uh, heard about the podcast through Jackie's friend. Okay. Uh, and I've been listening to all your old episodes. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and you guys have been getting better and better. As well. sure, yes, as well. I apologize for our old episodes. Yes. Where... Thank you very much, <laughs> yeah. Peter Begman, by the way, for the compliment, okay? Yes. I, t- I take it, and my ego is bigger now. <laughs> um, hang on a second. Well, I didn't expect that. He <laughs> <laughs> basically says, I know this is going way back, but I wanted to weigh in and give you a first-hand take. He basically goes into the whole, He's uh, this individual is apparently a teacher himself, and he just was going into the whole thing. The email's really long, and he apologized for the email being wrong. I don't, I don't have a problem with the email being long. Mm-hmm. I'll, read the, I'll read this all day. But he, he brings up some pretty good points. I don't think I'm going to go into a lot of the points, to be honest with you, because that was an episode from a while back. Right. Um, but yeah, he, he basically goes into it. He agrees. Were we wrong about anything? He agrees a lot with you, what you had to say. That's because I'm very pro-teacher. Yes, you are very I mean, pro-teacher. You are in a family of teachers. A lot I of people am. in your family are teachers. So he mentions and clarifies a lot of some of the stuff that you said and says, yes, Scott, I believe mentioned this and this how it was. So if you guys missed that episode, if you want to know some of the stuff you're talking about, I think he... Actually, put it on your episode 15 is what I believe it was. So. I mean, his guess is as good as ours. And I, that's what. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, it's, well, very it's, cool. It's whatever Pete. the one that says FYD gets taken to school or something FYD like that. gets taken to school, yeah. We uh, we had a long education debate, <laughs> Yeah, which isn't really our forte. Where you se. guys basically you know, accused me of hating teachers the whole I time. I don't necessarily <laughs> think you hate teachers. I didn't we say just, I did hate teachers. Had, I'm not getting into this. We had a disagreement about it. We had a disagreement about minor things. Not the whole thing. But anyway, not to bring up that old horse again. <laughs> Being chased by the glue truck. <laughs> Oh my god. 
Oops. <laughs> there it is. That was a dog at first. <laughs> There's the old horse. Okay. I think it's episode 16 is what I think it actually is. FYD gets taken to school, I think this is what it's called. We did talk about it a little bit in episode 15, too, though. Did we? Yes. Because that's what spawned the whole conversation okay. 16. So you, you probably know more than me, so... All right. Well, thanks for the email. Anybody Definitely. else, please, please sh- send us an email. Um, all that cool stuff. So, Laura, hey, yes. I got a question for you. <clears throat> yes. We're friends on Facebook. We are. And I saw something that you did recently that I thought was very interesting. Did you go um, to Pittsburgh and see I a show? I did. What kind? What, what was it? Tell I us about it. I went and saw Dancing with the Stars live on tour. You wow. love that show, don't you? Yes. I do. I'm not going to have it. You're saying that like it's your guilty pleasure. No, it it's okay. It is my guilty pleasure, but I like it. I love it. And it was a lot of fun. You like it, you love it, and you want some more. So I, I do. I don't really watch that show. I, several seasons ago, when Heinz Ward was on the show, yes. I watched it all the time because I love him. Oh, plays yeah. the Pittsburgh Steelers. So one of my favorite players. He ended up winning the whole thing. I was, Twinkle Toes, yeah. I was, I was excited about that they, one. They and then Twinkle recently, toes. this last season... I watched like the finale when they had Bindi Irwin do that dance because yes. I I talked about it on the show because I love the Crocodile Hunter. I oh yeah, it was my favorite show. So it was I was emotional after watching that. That was oh yeah, no she she was awesome. She absolutely deserved to win, and they came up with some really emotional dances for her. It was pretty crazy. Now for this live you saw it in Pittsburgh. Yes, at um, the Benetton Center. At the Benetton Center, I've been there. It's been a long time though. Yes, but. Do they have the celebrities, or is it just the professional dancers, or um, how's that work? Okay, actually, I'm really going to... This is the third time I've been to see them live, actually. Oh, really? The first time, um, my mother and I, we got the VIP tickets, so mm-hmm. we actually met the cast. And Alfonso Ribeiro was there. Carlton? Carlton. <laughs> did you do the Carlton? Yes, he did. He absolutely... They opened the show doing the Carlton. It was Friggin' amazing. He was, like, the nicest person ever. We met him. It, it, and it's always such a great show. Like, if you enjoy watching dance, it's it's an amazing show. You should absolutely go see it if it comes around. But, um, so that was the first time. The okay. second time... All in Pittsburgh? Um, the second time we saw it in Akron. Okay. At the university. And, um, who was it? Uh, Rumor Willis. Demi, um... Demi Moore and Bruce Willis's daughter. Oh, okay. She was the champion. She was the celebrity that came. We did not meet her, but it was still a great show. Um, she actually sang, and she's pretty fucking amazing. So that was amazing. And this last time, um, we met Alex Scarlatos. He was the um, one of the three guys that um, saved the train in Paris. Oh. He, that... Uh, Thwarted the terrorist attack right, that was right. going to happen. He was on the show, and um, I guess he just had a lot of free time. He was able to go on the tour, so we met him, and he was super nice. And I mean, it's always a great show. I'll go every time they come around if I can. But very cool. Yes. So they only have really like one celebrity each time. Yeah, I mean, this last time I guess they um, split up the time. Like one celebrity was there for a couple of the shows. Then it was a different celebrity, and so it all depends on like who has a. But the professional dancers but who the dance them are all there. Always there. Okay. In fact, my mother, um, 
who was with me at all three shows, she grabbed Val Schmierkowski's ass the first time <laughs> when we met him. The second time, we did not meet the cast, but it was her birthday, and they always do this segment where the guys will either go out into the audience and, like, serenade the girls, or the girls will, like, do a really slutty dance up on the stage for the guys. Well, the guys came out into the audience, and we were with a bunch of people. So we're over there screaming, it's her birthday, it's her birthday. So one of the guys came over and essentially gave her a lap dance. It was kind of awkward and (laughs) hilarious at the same time. And then this last time we met them again and she grabbed um, one really hot guy's ass. I don't even remember his name. Your mother. She's crazy. I love her to death, but she's insane. So That's great. Yes. That's awesome. Adam, do you like Dancing with the Stars? Not really. <laughs> no? I don't like you it. You ever watched it? No, I do little bits and pieces. I, I don't really get into those kind of shows. Those that reality show, shows. The X Factor, uh, any of those. Is X Factor a thing still? Not, I don't think uh, so. America's Got Talent's still a thing. Yeah, I, uh, American I, Idol's I, over. I, I lump yeah, them all that's... together in the same type of show. I don't really watch any of that stuff. Okay. I don't really care. I can't be bothered. I work all the time. What can I do? Yeah, I'm usually not a fan of. The reality shows, but I do enjoy Dancing with the Stars and The Voice is a good one. But other than that, but I do, I'm a super fan of Dancing with the Stars, I won't lie. So, yeah, that was my experience. <sighs> what else you got? Well, hey, it's He's 2016. Looking He's looking for something. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm looking at Scott. He's looking is for he something. Listen, I don't, it's, it's, it's hard to do. Board. It's cool. <clears throat> Just pick one random. <laughs> That was supposed to be record scratch. (laughs) It was, yeah. I think you were looking for the wiki wiki what? I was. (laughs) So it's 2016. It's almost February. By the time this gets posted and people listening to it, it probably will be. January was rough. January. We must raise our beers in salute to certain people. We we lost a lot mm, of good ones yes, in January, is. and I guess even the even the end of December, and in January, it's shocking how many, how many people, how many great talented people, passed away. First one I heard that we lost was Alan Rickman. I believe. No, wait, was he first? Well, Alan Rickman, David Bowie was, was before da- him. Bo- actually, okay, then it was David Bowie. Actually, Scott Weiland was first. Oh yeah, Scott. He was Weiland. the very end of December. Yeah, okay. Scott Weiland. But that, I mean, I was a huge fan of him. Huge mm-hmm. fan oh, of Scott yeah. Weiland. I love Stone Temple Pilots. Mm-hmm. I loved Velvet Revolver. He's such a talented guy. But at the same time, you're like everybody in the world knew this guy was bad, bad, bad into mm-hmm. drugs. Yeah. So. It was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time before we heard the news that he died of drug. Doesn't make it any less tragic. But, yeah, so Scott Weiland of Stone Temple Pilots' glory dies of a drug overdose the very end of December, I believe. That's when that was. Yeah. And then, I think the next one was David Bowie. David fucking Bowie. David Bowie, and I... I'm such a huge fan, and oh, yeah. I was devastated. I didn't even know he, he died of cancer. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he had cancer. Well, he was hiding it. He from was, his, from his fans. Yeah. The most vivid memory I have of David Bowie, or David Bowie would have to be the Labyrinth. <laughs> i got to be honest with you. Labyrinth I watched, 
I watched Vivid Labyrinth memory. when I found out that he passed away. That week, I watched. I own oh, it. Yeah. I own it on DVD. I popped it in. I watched it. Jim Henson. It's a great film. Great film. Yeah. Dance Magic Dance is a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. I wish Brandon was here for this conversation. He's like the biggest Bowie fan I know. Really? He probably it probably hit him hard. But I went and I watched another movie. Technically Bowie's not in it, but he has an impact on it. I watched the Wes Anderson film Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou oh. because the entire soundtrack is Bowie's music. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of times performed by other people, but sometimes performed by Bowie himself. And I listened to a lot of his songs. Yeah, man, tragic. He has a new album that just came out, yeah. and apparently it's a tribute to his fans because he was hiding it. He was spending the time with his family. Yeah. He knew it was the end. Have you watched any of the new music videos? No, not for the new They're... album. They're very creepy, but I think he knew mm-hmm. he I'm was sure going to go. I'm sure and he did. It, it's, it's very telling in his music videos, his recent ones. So then that leads us to the one that, Adam, you alluded to, Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Yes. Severus <laughs> Snape from Harry Potter. Yes. Lemetadrone from yes, Dogma. Dogma. Dogma, yes. I, I, I watched Dogma after I heard. That's, that's yes. the movie that I watched after I heard. He got killed. I heard he died. I was like, oh, my God. I love I love Alan Rickman. He's so oh, good. Yeah. He's a uh, very talented guy. Love, love just about all his films. Ugh. Yes. Um, but there's more. It doesn't, it doesn't even end there. Um, another one I heard about, I can't think of his, his last name escapes me, but Lemmy from Motorhead. Oh, yeah. Lemmy Kilmeister. Lemmy Kilmeister from, Mo- from Motorhead. Yeah. Man. I, I didn't hear about that one. You didn't, you didn't no. hear about that one? No. You're a metal guy, Adam. You're more of a metal yeah. guy than me. I thought you would have I known that. What, I forget though what was the reason. Uh, I don't know, Let but a couple months ago, I, wa- I listened to an interview with him, and there's this, on ESPN Radio, it's a sports talk show that I really like, it's uh, the Dan Lebetard show, mm-hmm. and he had he had him on as a guest over the phone, and it sucked, because they were real rude to him, but he had just released like his biography, his autobiography or whatever, the book about his life, right. and he went on there, and he was an older gentleman, but still touring, still performing, and he said that he drinks a fifth of Jack Daniels a day. An that entire bottle. Not surprising like, to me. Like, till the day he died, he was drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels a day. Like, how do you not die of cirrhosis of the liver sooner than that? That's, that's my question. God damn. But, I, I um, think it was related to something with his liver, but let me double check. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. I mean, it, it still sucks. I mean, he was... Really, really good, talented, talented artist. Another one we lost. Um, Two good party, apparently. Yeah. And then, speaking of talented musicians, uh, Adam, do you like the Eagles? Yeah. I love the Eagles. Yeah, and good. Glenn Fry yeah. of the Eagles. Really? He, he died, down. yeah. I mean, I was more of a Don Henley guy myself. Yeah. But still, I was holding out for like an Eagles reunion tour. Yeah. Could never touch those tickets, but <laughs> so just, just the idea of it I thought was cool. And he died. See, like, I, like, miss, I missed half these deaths. I, I, I really did. Yeah. I missed half these deaths. I didn't even, I didn't know. And then, not to be out, Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda of The Godfather, who was just a really great actor, care, old man. Abe yeah. Vigoda, you look a blank stare on your face, Adam. Yeah. Abe Vigoda, man, he's... 
and we're st- we still have Justin Bieber still with us, I know, Kim right? Kardashian still with us. Who is gonna take care of these people? And and <laughs> like seriously, who out who out there is gonna I mean, step up? We lose Alan Rickman and David Bowie, but we're still with Kim Kardashian know, right? and Justin yeah. Bieber. Like the world isn't fair. It's not fair. The world is not a fair place. I so, say I say we raise our beers. We yes. raise our beers. Raise our beers. beers. A toast in in memoriam of all that we've lost. Yes. yes. The official cause of death for Lemmy. Yes. Um, prostate cancer. Cancer again. Cardiac Cancer's... arrhythmia and congestive heart failure. Oh. Which I'm sure was affected by his drinking. lifestyle. Yes, his lifestyle. Can't teach but... an old dog new tricks. How old was he when he died? Oh shit! I just want to record. No. Um, I mean, the dude—he was up there. He partied. He lived life. That's all I'm gonna say. Can't teach an old he dog was new 60. tricks. Sixty. Sixty years old. Sixty? I thought he was older than that. He looked older than that. Uh, no, 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 no. Maybe seventy. I have probably about seventy. Either way, that's to a certain extent, that's kind of a full life. You know, when you when you, yeah. when you party like that and you, know, you lived it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, seven years. I bet she doesn't. I bet she doesn't regret anything. Bet she didn't regret anything. So, Adam, you seen any good movies lately? Do you have any reviews for us? That's right. I, Adam, has a movie review. Okay. Well, well, without Brandon, we need somebody to review. The spotlight's on me today. Okay, (laughs) it's all on me. I'm all about the movie reviews. I watched the other day The Martian on Blu-ray. Okay. Uh, really, really good movie. Now, you read the book. I listened to the book on oh, audiobook. Okay. I listened to it twice. The only audiobook I really, I actively, after I listened to it, I was like, I'm going to re-listen to it again. I enjoyed this book so, so much. And the movie, honestly, compared to the books, like, usually when you get movies based on books, they always, you know, separate from the books in a lot of ways. They kind of stay on the same track to a certain extent. But for the most part, they separate them. I gotta say, this movie... For the most part, stuck to the book, even with a lot of the lines they did. Like, a lot of the actors, that whenever they would give lines, I was like, I I remember listening to that in the freaking book. Like, that's so freaking amazing. Like, basically, if you don't know what The Martian is, it is a movie, kind of, not really a future-esque movie, but it's like, we're talking like maybe like 10 or 20 years in the future, maybe, or something like that. Not too distant future. It's basically the first manned mission to the Mars, or the first series of manned missions to Mars. Okay. And it's this group of people, they've been up on Mars for maybe, you know, a few days to a week or something like that, and a storm hits, and it's... A, such a bad storm that they have to evacuate. They basically have to cancel their mission. They have to get to the uh, lunar, the lander, and they got to take off and get out of there. Well, the main character played by Matt Damon, Mark Watney, in the middle of the storm, gets hit by a chunk of debris, basically like the uh, satellite dish, and it gets thrown off into the distance. Then nobody can pick them up. His heart, his heart monitor has gone dead. You know, they can't read him or anything like that. They can't find him in the storm. So they figure he's dead. So instead of risking the lives of the rest of the crew, they take off. They leave, assuming he's dead. They find out like a month later. You guess guess who's alive? And on Mars, Mars, all all alone, Mark Watney. And he basically it's basically a story of survival. He has to survive, figure a way to survive on Mars for I think it's about four years before the next manned mission to Mars. Why don't they go up and get him right away? Because they they didn't know. Because the the way the satellite coverage works, 
they only get pictures of Mars that get sent back to Earth. And the only way they found out he was even alive in the first place was because the rover that was on Mars had moved from its original position. That was the only way they found out. And huh. and they were been watching him ever since. And it's just it's such a good movie. Eventually they find a way, you know, make contact and they try to form plans and it's it's basically like a almost a disaster movie because huh. what can go wrong on Mars does go wrong. But it's not even, like, really that serious of a movie because it's, to a certain extent, a comedy. Like, you can laugh about it because the way Mark Watney's character plays out in the book, and they, I think they did it very well in the movie, was when something would go wrong, he would be pissed off about it, but he'd have a lighthearted sarcasm about it. Like, you'd be like, oh, fuck you, Mars, and shit like that. Like, <laughs> like whenever something would go wrong. And if something would go wrong that would cause his death, he'd be like, well, I guess I'm going to die because here's what happened and everything like that. So I I definitely absolutely recommend this movie. So good, so good. The acting is good. You know the CGI and nothing looks like super unrealistic. But the only thing I gotta say about the movie, and I'm not gonna spoil anything, the ending skewed away from the book to a certain uh, degree. The way it ended, it was kind of mentioned in the book, but it, it skewed away from it to a certain degree, like the resolution of everything. So I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna spoil it. But I definitely recommend it. Anybody who's a fan of Matt Damon, anybody who's a fan of, like, you don't have to be in sci-fi movies. I'm a fan of movies. space. Yeah, you, but you don't. I have love to, space. You don't have to be in a sci-fi movies to to want to do it. Like, if if you hate sci-fi movies like Star Wars or Star Trek or something like that, it's you still will enjoy it. I'm I'm sure of it. So, hmm. one of the things I think they missed though in the movie, which they really really uh, beat into you in the book, was the amount of time that he spent on Mars. He didn't spend the full four years. Uh, he spent like a total of I think like a year and a half total, which is still a long time to be by yeah. yourself on Mars surviving. But they tried to. It's really hard to convey that in a movie because you only have so much time to do it. Yeah. But you can kind of tell, and I think I don't think it was CGI. I'm pretty. I think Matt Damon actually kind of did this because at a certain point uh, he has to ration his food, and you can see like the wear and tear on his face and the skin, mm. and you know he, the facial hair, and like you can see like after he steps out of shower, he looks like all scraggly and stuff like that like he's been losing a lot of weight and stuff like that it's it's really well done yeah. really well done they even went as far as to kind of uh not rot his teeth but like make his teeth look like they're weathered and stuff like that because mm-hmm. obviously he hasn't been to a dentist in how long and there's not that much bro- <laughs> like toothpaste at a certain point you run out after a year and a half right so very well wow. hmm. Very cool. So I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. I have not seen it yet. I have not read the book or listened to the audiobook. One of the things things about the book that they kind of add into the movie, but not to like an overbearing extent, is there's a lot of math. There's a lot of math and problem solving that it gets involved in the book, and they still add it into the movie. So if you're you're a really big fan of math and numbers, stuff like that, you'll love the book. If you don't like math, you still might enjoy the book. You know, mm. it's just those certain sections you might not appeal to you. Yeah. But the movie, absolute recommendation. Mm. Absolute recommendation. We'll have to see that. Yeah, then. very cool. All right. Well, uh, Laura, is there a recommendation you have for a television show maybe that's out there? <laughs> you were talking about it before we started recording. And yes. I'm interested. I'm interested. To I am too. It. Yes. You, you so, usually have some pretty good recommendations. I trust your judgment. Okay. So. So, um, this, I'm a late adopter of this show, um, Portlandia. I've seen the commercials for it. Fred Armisen and Carrie Brownstein. Um, 
it's been on for several seasons, but I just recently started watching it, and it is absolutely hilarious. Um, it takes place in Portland, Oregon, and it basically just makes fun of all the different types of people that live in that area, um, mainly hipsters, <laughs> and it's just, okay. it's, it's a sketch show, um, I would kind of, I mean, it's kind of shot kind of like The Office, like the documentary style. Okay, like, like mockumentary. That, yeah, right? mockumentary yeah. type yeah. thing. But it, it's a sketch show. It's not like a That's popular. Story. Like it you is. said, The Office did it that way. Modern Family does yeah. it that way. It, it's like a popular thing to shoot comedies that way yeah. now. And and I, I, I absolutely enjoy it. I think it's hilarious. I think you guys need to check it out. Um... Now, do Fred and Carrie play other characters on the show? Yes. Every, I've seen, yeah. Okay, so every sketch, they are, they're basically in every sketch, and okay. they're, they play different characters. Um, there's this one where they um, work at a feminist bookstore called Woman and Woman Firsts, and Fred Armisen plays a lesbian. A woman? <laughs> which is hilarious. No, I'm... 90% sure it's lesbian. Okay. And and it's it's just it's amusing. It's there it's just it's a great show. I enjoy it. I I don't want to give too much away. And then what cha- what channel does it play it on? It is on IFC. IFC. Okay. I was um, watching IFC the other day and they were really promoting this show. Yeah, I think Every it's, commercial break. I'm pretty sure they're starting a new season. Okay. Um but they it is I think there's like six or seven seasons on Netflix right now. I can verify that for yeah. you. But I've I've scrolled through Netflix and seen it on there. But it, it's I highly recommend it. It's Do you know about it, Adam? Not really. I don't know that much about it. I haven't seen the commercial thing. I I've glanced at it, I've heard of it, but I haven't really like seen Fred it. Armiston was on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Yes. And um, He's, is he the band leader for uh Yeah, um Which which late night show is it? Seth Myers? Is it Seth? Or, I think. It, I think. It's not Jimmy Kimmel. It's not Jimmy, not Jimmy, it's not Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. That's the roots. So it is Seth so, yeah, Meyers. Because sure it was Seth one of his Saturday Night Live buddies. He is an awesome drummer, by the way. Yeah? He's pretty awesome musician. but um, Talented people make me sick. Yes. And um, I don't expect you guys to know this because I don't even know it. But um, Carrie Brownstein, she was in the band Slater Kenny. They're more of like a feminist rock group, I think. I think but, I've um, heard of that. They they were from the nineties and stuff, but she's done like a lot of comedy and acting and stuff. So she's she's pretty good. They're it's definitely an amusing show. Let me let me find out for sure how many there are five seasons available on Netflix. Wow, it's been on that long. Five seasons. I feel I feel like I'm slacking. I feel like that's a show I would really like. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's... I don't have time to watch all these good shows. You know, I've been, I've been trying to catch up. I told you this. I talked about this on the show before, Adam, and I know you and I are both into this show. And I've seen every episode, but it's been so long, and I've been on Netflix trying to catch up. X Files. I'm, I'm just. Oh my I'm God. looking it up right now. I need, I need to bring that up. Have you watched the new? <laughs> the new episodes. I have I not have missed. Not oh my God! I've seen every one. They're so good. Really. I got oh. one question for you because I've I not, missed I have it. not watched any of it yet. Oh, do you I, guys. Do I have to watch the previous seasons to get into the? You show? don't. You don't. You need to know. Should I? Uh. Yeah. 
Yeah, but you're not going to. I don't want you to not watch the new episodes because you've got to watch nine yeah. seasons of X-Files plus two movies. Because I'm still on season three or four. Don't. So. Don't wait that Just long. Just watch them. Just watch the new episodes. We'll have to you, watch you them. You get the gist of it. You, you, know, you know who Mulder, you know who Scully oh, yeah. are. And, oh man, it was Joel McHale made an appearance in oh, the nice. first episode, <laughs> who I love from Community. Oh. One of... <laughs> One of my favorite all times, but uh, yeah, Joel McHale was in it. He nice. played like a like a Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly conservative. <laughs> per- he was great in it, and it re- it's really good. I'm glad it's back. Now it's they're calling it right now a mini series, yeah, yeah. and only giving it like eight episodes yeah, or six, six episodes or, eight, or something. Yeah. That makes me sad, but I because I want catch. it back for good, and the ratings have been great for this so show. So I wonder if that'll pressure them to make more. It might. I mean, money, money. You know? Money yeah. Hell yeah. Fox. Now, so. I'm in season, like I said, three or four. Do you show. know who is still irritating me in yeah. this show? Fucking Scully. She is still pissing me <laughs> off. Why? You're three awesome. seasons into this show. She's great. I love Three Scully. seasons into the show. All the shit you've seen <laughs> so far, and when Mulder has a theory, and like, I think it might be this, you're like, that doesn't exist, Mulder. <laughs> what are you talking about, yes, Mulder? She th- saw a contortionist fucking weasel his way out of this <laughs> tiny little vent and shit like that. Like, she's seen all this shit. At a certain point... Are you, you gotta... talking about Eugene Victor Toombs, or are you talking about the, the <laughs> black guy who had the, the spitting dart? Because there's two contortionists. Okay. I'm not going to be that guy, I don't, I but don't, I've seen I every episode of the I show. Don't, I, don't rem- I don't remember, okay? I do okay. not remember. I'm pretty sure the second one... But what I'm going to say is at a certain point, you don't have to sit there and say, okay, Mulder's right. Yeah, you can at least sit there and say, you might be right, Mulder. Yeah. You, you might be right. Let's look into listen. this a little more. Instead, of, every time Mulder has a theory, she's always like, you're ridiculous, but Mulder. Listen, All the time Adam, with you. <laughs> Relax, Adam. You're right. You're not wrong. But that's what we love about her. Because yes. listen, to, she I knows, don't. She knows. That Mulder's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do anyway. And there's those crazy episodes that are thrown in once in a blue moon. That it's like, oh my god, there's nothing supernatural. It was just this guy being a dick. Yeah. And Scully was right. <laughs> like Those don't happen too often, but they do. Yeah. And you need somebody. Like, she's the yin to Mulder's yang. Yeah. He needs her as much as she needs him. He, she grounds him. Like, she, his head would be up in the clouds. He'd be running off to Roswell chasing a lead that he got from some back out. She's like, no, Mulder, no. That's a crazy person. We're going we're gonna to stay here in D.C. and take care of business. You know, he needs that in his life. He's a, he's a freaking mess. He Listen, I, I get it. I, don't, I, don't, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And I don't mean she has to turn into a, just another Mulder. But at a certain point, you're like... All right, let's let I'll go with you, and you know we'll do this together. But you know, and maybe have an open mind about it. She never has an open mind. She was never taken, even has an open mind. She was abducted. She got implanted, and she still doesn't yeah, believe exactly. it. Is. Exactly. <laughs> I remember that bullshit. Yeah, I saw yeah. that shit after yeah. that. I was like, you still don't get it. <laughs> shit goes on in the world. I don't know. I sometimes wonder. This is a random thought. I wonder if Alien Man ever watched X Files. He'd be the Mulder. <laughs> his alien man, who we talked about on the show before. Oh, really? We talked about alien man on the show before. Alien man needs a scully. That's yes, his problem. Yes. 
<laughs> See, Mulder, spooky Mulder would just be Alien Man if he didn't have his Dana Scully <laughs> See? at him. See? So. Now, the actors and uh, that played Scully and Mulder, they hated each other in the show, did they not? You know, they did... But I think since then they've they've patched it up. I hope David so. Duchovny, I guess, is really hard to work with. Mm. He's. Did you ever see the show Californication that he was in? No. That's pretty true to him in real life. Mm. He is a sex addict, mm. and Mulder kind of plays that off a little bit. He's always got his porno everywhere, yeah. and that's a little homage to David Duchovny because he was like addicted to porn and hookers, and he was like a sex addict. And that's the character he plays in Californication. And that's... And, you think and it was Scully just, you think is a feminist. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry. Gillian Anderson is a feminist. And she, like, is the complete opposite of each other. No. She, do you think whenever they were... She's bisexual. Yeah. So she isn't really into his treating women like objects mm. and things like that nature. Understandable. So they didn't. They didn't see eye to eye, especially since Chris Carter, who's the creator of the show, it was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia, and David Duchovny, who got paid twice as much as Julian Anderson, yeah. mind you, which men always get paid more than women to do the same job, demanded that they move the show from Vancouver after like the fourth season to Los Angeles, where he was from, where his family was, and. He gets his way because yeah. that's how it was. And then shortly after that, he left the show. They had to bring on Robert Patrick, who I love, who was the T-1000 from Terminator 2. Yeah. And um, he, that's when the show went downhill. That's when yeah. the show... What season was that? Oh, toward the end. Toward oh. the end. I'm not sure which number. But, uh, yeah. Mitch Pileggi. Walter yeah. Skinner, man. What, what do you think about him? Talk I about like up him. and down character. I, I, I like him a lot. I, I do like him a lot. I think he's very, very important character. He was at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah? When I, went. Yeah, I didn't get to meet him, though. I would have met him. No. I would have fought my way to him. Just because, why not? Yeah. I don't know. I, I am looking forward to watching it, though. Uh, yeah. I just, it, it just in real life, I really hope they kind of just uh, broke a truce and were like, you know, let's just be cool with each other. Yeah. I'm trying to think what... What have they been doing? I mean, Nothing. since since X Files. I mean, they gotta make money. California. He had Californication. Um, Jillian Anderson had some. Actually, I think she's currently she, in a show. Yeah, I it's can't, a, it's I a British show, it right? It's a BBC show. I want to say. It might. I heard be. about this after that. I've never watched it. She was in a great movie that I watched on Netflix. It was her and Sir Ben Kingsley. It was called Robot Overlords. Okay. Did you ever see this movie? No. She was in that movie. It was, it was, it was really weird. You guys never watched Robot Overlords? Watch no, Robot Overlords. No, it's a futuristic setting where robots from another planet take over. Let me guess. Up. Let me guess. They take over, right? They do. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. And, and humans are like implanted <laughs> with this thing, and and there's like a resistance to fight it. Pretty cliche, but good yeah. nonetheless. She plays the mom of these kids. My mother's been watching a show. Like she's been watching that show, The Colony. Uh, yeah. On NBC? Yeah. Or whatever, With yeah. Freaking two of the least favorite. I used to watch Lost. And the guy <laughs> who played Sawyer on Lost is in that show. And then the guy, the girl who played Lori yeah. on The Walking Dead is mm. in that. And I fucking hated both of those characters <laughs> in their respective shows. And they just put them together in this show. <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster. She's been super into this show. 
And I watched a couple episodes with her, and I was like, this is just like V. Remember V? I loved V. Yeah. v? It's just like V, basically. Well, the old V or the remake V? The old V. Too. Yeah. It's just like V, basically. I mean, they're not, I don't think they're lizard aliens, but it's basically just like V, essentially. Like, there's an alien race that's come over and they've taken over. Now there's a rebellion going after them. It's super cliched. And I'm just, and, and I kind of make fun of it whenever she watches it because I'm like, it's, we've seen it. We've seen it. <laughs> this is tired. Yeah. I watched the pilot and that was the end of it for me. Because I couldn't stop thinking. I'm watching a show with Sawyer and Lori. <laughs> Sawyer and Lori, I cannot. I'm turning this off because they're both horrible people. I'm sure they're fine actors on their own. Right? Sure, yeah. But they're just stereo. They're typecast as these shitty people. Bitches. And yeah, I'm sorry. Much. Anyway, so Spe- Scott, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any douches out there today? I've got, I've got a douche. I've got a douche, and it goes back to us talking about Alan Rickman. When Alan Rickman passed away. See, I I was very sad to hear about this. And ABC Family, every other weekend they do a Harry Potter weekend. It's now called Freeform, by the way. Yes. They change the name, but it's on their commercials it says... Freeform, formerly ABC <laughs> Family. So that for, forever be Freeform, formerly ABC Family. So they did a Harry Potter weekend shortly after I got the news that Alan Rickman passed away. So I was sentimental. I'm like, you know what? I've not got anything to do. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch some Harry Potter movies. And I'm nominating Freeform, <laughs> formerly known as ABC Family, for Douche of the Day. And here's why. I counted at them. 19. They played 19 commercials in between segments of the show. 19. I couldn't believe it how many commercials they play. And half of them are freaking for their own shows. Yeah. They, like Pretty Little Liars, Recovery they, Road, the freaking Shadow Hunters, which was a shitty book turned into a shitty movie, and now it's going to be a shitty TV show. Okay. The Moral Instruments, City of Bones, Shadowhunter, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Nobody's going to watch it. Nobody read the book. Nobody saw the movie. Nobody's going to watch the TV show. It all sucks. In free form, you suck. You play too many commercials. I wanted to watch Harry Potter. I, I, I want to know what's going on. I've seen all the movies a hundred times, but still, I wanted to watch them. Too many damn commercials, I had to shut the damn thing off. I didn't even get to Deathly Hallows, which is, I think, the best one. Didn't even get to it. Freaking Goblet of Fire is on, which is a cool one. C- couldn't even get through it. Too many damn commercials in between. See, Goblet of Fire was uh, when I started getting into those movies. Mm-hmm. After that, before then, I was like, it's it, understandably so. It's like it's very kid oriented. It's you know super if you happy watched... and lucky. And and I get there's a lot of bad things that happen, and there's some down stuff. But then after Goblet of Fire, it got really dark and adult and really gritty, and I'm like. This is this is what I'll watch right here. Now the first one, I'm confused. Is it? It's called the Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. or is yes. it called the Philosopher's Stone? Stone. The Sorcerer's Stone. Because I've heard both people call it that. It was the book something I know, different. The movie was called Sorcerer's yes, Stone. Yes, yes. I've never read any of the books. <clears throat> I don't know if the book was called Philosopher's so, Stone. I don't know either. Not aware. But think about it like this: that I don't know if that movie could stand on its own. Without everybody knowing, oh, there's going to be a hundred more of these movies. No. That movie was pretty dull. That yeah. movie was pretty oh, hard yeah. to get through. The young, tiny little kids mm. that you just wanted to punch in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it was... 
it was tough to get. Now it gets a lot better. Yeah, and you yeah, knew yeah. that watching that movie. And then that, Emma Watson grew up and you're like, hey, this is a pretty good movie. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch anything with Emma Watson. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I did not like how many stupid commercials they play for stupid shows. Yeah. Oh, I, and, and it's owned by Disney. I love Disney. Yeah. Disney can do no wrong in my book. But free. And first of all, what the hell is the name Freeform? <laughs> I don't the, know. I why do find you, out why do what the purpose ch- of. Why change the name? Why? Anyway, I'm nominating Freeform, formerly known as ABC <laughs> Family, for douche of the day because they pissed me off when I was trying to watch the Harry Potter weekend. I'll just wait till next weekend when it's a Harry Potter weekend and try again. Yeah. But, um,. Or the weekend after that, when it's a Harry Potter weekend. But I just, I'm nominating them. Fair enough. Do you, Laura, do you have a douche? Adam, do you have a douche? I do have a douche. I do not have a douche. Okay. Laura doesn't have a douche. So, Adam, who's your douche of the day? Have you heard of the uh, rapper artist uh, B.O.B.? I have heard of B.O.B. You have? Speaking of space, I know where you're going with this. (laughs) Okay. So... (laughs) I read this story today, earlier, uh-huh. and I was looking for a douche, and I'm like, you know what, this, this'll do. This'll do. So B.O.B. has been tweeting. B.O.B. He has been tweeting that the Earth is flat, and there's a conspiracy going on that... It's not? Wait, the Earth's not flat? <laughs> no, apparently, apparently it is. Oh, B.O.B. said it was. Yeah. <laughs> apparently there's been a conspiracy going on that the government has been lying to us for centuries, that... The Earth is not... They say the Earth is round, but no, it's actually flat. And his argument is, he's been up to the tallest skyscrapers, and he's looked out over the horizon, and at certain... <laughs> fucking real. <laughs> That's his argument, that he could see... Oh my god. It's Dude's an idiot. He's a fucking idiot. Yes. Let's be honest. He's a fucking yes. idiot. Yes. I mean... You know who's been coming at B.O.B., though? You know I do know, him? but tell me who's been coming at him. My boy... Our boy. Our boy. Our boy. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson roasts him, by the way. He does. He roasts him hard. They started tweeting back and forth. They've been rap battling. (laughs) They've been rap battling. I read them. They're great. I haven't haven't seen any of them. I'm going to try to look up YouTube and see if there's any video of it. They've been fucking rap battling back and forth. Neil deGrasse Tyson trying to tell them, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you dumb? Like, we know this. The earth is round. And... Oh my god, it's so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid. I used to watch The Daily Show when Jon Stewart was on it, and I watched The Colbert Report. They've both yeah. left. They've both gone on. And I gotta say, I don't watch those shows anymore. They've got new people on it. But the one the one took over one of the two, I'm not sure which one, mm. had Neil deGrasse Tyson on, and I watched the clip of it on social media. Uh-huh. And he gets out there, and he basically says, B.O.B., you gotta understand, you are such a small person. And from your small stature, in the scheme, the grand scheme of things, you cannot see the curvature. And he like gives shout, gives him some physics behind uh-huh. it, and, and then he just drops the mic, because he's got a mic, he drops <laughs> it on stage. It was, I just, I adore that man. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I would, I want to have a drink with him. Me I want to sit down, I want to... Pick that man's brain. Yeah. He's, he'd be so cool to hang out with. One of the lines Neil deGrasse Tyson used was, and I quote, Isaac Newton, my man, said, If I have seen farther than others, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. 
Can I get an amen? So that's right, B.O.B. When you stand on shoulders of those who came before you, or of those who came before, you might just see far enough to realize the earth isn't fucking flat. (laughs) (laughs) With a deep breath, Tyson paused before added this kicker, and by the way, this is called gravity. And he dropped the mic. Yes! He dropped the mic. (laughs) It's so great. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson so much. B.O.B., how do you fucking think that the Earth is Earth is flat? Let's be honest, okay? He's just trying to get his name out there, and he's just trying to be like, doing the whole crazy celebrity thing. Really? Like, I, I, I bet you that's part of it. That's got to be part of it. He's got to be part of it. <laughs> I got to say, Adam, I almost nominated B.O.B. Really? Yes. <laughs> I heard that story. I thought that was great. But then you brought up, you brought up Alan Rickman, and I got sentimental about... You know, watching that show. But then he brought up space with Matt Damon. So I'm like, you know, what should I what should I bring up? So I'm glad you brought up B.O.B. Because he, he really, truly, he, he's a big-time douche. douche. Yes. yes. All right. Do you have anything else there you want to add to it? You... B.O.B. can release a diss track called Flatline where he compares himself to Malcolm X. There. Okay. That's, that's what I'm end with. He is Malcolm X, apparently. So, because he said the Earth is flat. So, Laura, you said you don't have anybody to nominate for Douche of the I Day. I do not have a Douche of the Day. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to make you kick off the voting then. Because we gotta, we got to vote for a Douche of the Day. Right now, we have nominated Freeform, formerly known as ABC Family, with yes. the channel, and rapper B.O.B., <laughs> For living in the 16th century <laughs> and thinking that the earth is flat. I'm so... <laughs> so, who would you like? The uh, white man is lying to the black man. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Adam's pick, B.O.B. Because <laughs> that's... He's an asshole. Yeah. So, so. Well, I'm going to go next. I'm going to okay. give my vote. And I'm going to vote... For B.O.B. Because he is a total douche. And I just love that he got smoked. He got smoked by a world-renowned physicist. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like Jay-Z or Kanye West yeah. got on the mic and like they were rap battling. It was Neil deGrasse Tyson. So it, it just it's so sweet. B.O.B. is my vote. Adam, who do you got? Like it doesn't matter if I voted either way, (laughs) but I got to vote for, obviously, B.O.B. He came at my boy Degrassi, all right? (laughs) He came at my boy Degrassi. Let's be honest. He's our boy on this show, okay? Neil Degrassi, Tyson, you're welcome on here anytime. And smoke B.O.B. any other time. So, B.O.B., you, sir. Are the douche of the day? What does B.O.B. stand for? I don't know. I know it's an outcast song, Bombs Over Baghdad. Yeah, that's a good good jam, but he's probably just ripping off another rapper. B.O.B., go Mm -hmm. read a fucking science book, okay? Go read... Read any book. Yeah. I want to know when the last time he's read a book. Go look through a high-powered telescope. You can go look at other planets and see that they're around, too. Yes. So... Mm -hmm. I mean, he's definitely the douche of the day. So I uh, want to say he's B.O.B. because I think his name is Robert. <laughs> I could be wrong. And he wanted. So the, the, the periods that we're putting between the letters I, have no I, need to be there. It was, I, I could be entirely wrong. So he's, he's Bob. Don't... 
I mean, fact check us on this, please. I'm going to. While you're looking that up, Laura, Adam, if people do want to fact check us, because I'm sure we got shit wrong, how can they get a hold of us? If you guys would like to fact check us, if you guys want to tell us how wrong we are, or if you guys just want to say, hey, how's it going? I like the show, or, you know, anything. Have any requests for anything you'd like to hear? You can email us at fouryourdistraction at gmail.com. If you want to tweet us, uh, search at podcastfyd. Tweet us there. Or you can just search for your distraction. Uh, we also have Facebook. Go search fa- our for your distraction on Facebook. Like us there. Share with your friends. You know, let them know we're on here. Uh, we actually have a Snapchat too. Brandon knows Snapchat. Uh, search podcastfyd. Head over there. You know, get some funny pictures. We didn't have any pictures tonight. Because Brandon's not here, unfortunately. Yeah, he's so. the guy who does that. So yeah. maybe maybe he'll give us some Snapchat photos of Gasparilla. Yeah. Of like pirates <laughs> raping each other down there. <laughs> I yeah. Please give us pictures they, of that. Yeah. They should take the affluenza kid, Ethan Couch, and drop him off in Tampa yeah. and just like let some pirates have a go. Put him in one of those like headlock uh, <laughs> devices. Whatever, put him in like whatever that's like called. the Fifty Shades of Grey like <laughs> sex swings. Like, put him in one of those. Be like, R, step up to the booty. Be <laughs> some punishment yes. there. So awesome, very cool, Definitely. very cool. I want to give a big time shout out to Otto's Brewery in State College, Pennsylvania. Their Definitely. Red Mo American Red Ale was the beer of the show. It kept us hydrated. It kept us, you know, quenched our thirst oh, yes. the entire duration of this show. Thank you guys out there. I want to give a special thank you to Laura for joining us again to be our special guest. We weren't sure we were going to record tonight. You were short notice, and you stepped up to the plates. Well, thank, thank, thank you thank for you. having me. Thank you for coming. We enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, Brandon, we miss you, buddy. We'll get you back soon, hopefully in one piece. Maybe we'll come back with a peg leg. <laughs> uh, eye patch. Or we'll come back with a limp and we'll know what happened. Yeah. We'll have to, to share some stories. B.O.B.'s our douche of the day. He is indeed Bobby Ray Simmons Jr., so it is probably just because his name is Bob. Bob. Okay, Bob. <laughs> that's just a douchey thing to do. So. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> he doesn't know that... It's... I'm rapper ADAM, yo. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his hat backwards and everything. Oh my, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Adam, you got anything else? Yeah, if you guys are listening to us on iTunes, or if you listen on SoundCloud, we are on iTunes. It'll make it easier for you if you are an iPhone listener. Uh, we would like to thank you guys for sticking with us through 2015, and we hope you guys enjoy 2016, or 2016 FYD. I hope you make it through 2016. Me too. We've lost a lot of people in 2016. I know, right? I, uh... We're, we're, be safe out there. We're everyone. gonna go. We're gonna go strong. Okay, we're just gonna get better and more improved. We're not stopping anytime soon. But we do like to ask if you guys, you know, share us with your friends or family. You know, let them know. Hey, we're out there. You know, uh, help. You. The only way we grow is if you help us grow. So you know, if you rate us on iTunes, you know, give comments, stuff like that. You know, it helps expand it. And you know, we get uh, suggested other people listen to similar podcasts. Uh, but yes, we'd like to thank you guys. And as Scott would say. We got big things coming. Big things. Big things. Big things. Mm. All right, guys. Well, don't be sure to turn in, tune in to us next week when we got some big news on the horizon. We got some big guests coming up. Yes, we do. Got some big guests. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So, 
Alright, so thanks everybody for joining us for another fun episode of FYD. I'm Scott. I'm Adam. And I'm Laura. See ya!